0: Welcome to the Yes, Young Enough to Serve podcast. Here we'll share stories of adults over 55 making a difference and making disciples. I'm Ryan Marcella, and here's our host, Judy Papano wick Well, good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I have the privilege of being in Covina at the home where I Grew up most of my all of my teen years. uh, I was here and into just before I went away to college. And so I'm actually down here. My precious mama of 88 uh, fell recently and fractured her hip, so she had a partial hip replacement. So anyway, I have the joy of serving someone who served me for many, 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 many years. In fact, I feel like I I don't even, I said, not that I don't want you to say thank you for things I do, but it's like, are you kidding me for all that she did for my brothers and myself? It's like, wow, we uh, definitely owe this to her, and it is such a joy serving her. But being back at the homestead obviously is filled with memories, and today I am at uh, my parents' dining room table. And at this dining room table that they built probably 50 some years ago, this table has hosted literally hundreds of people. And there have been missionaries at this table, pastors, lay people, friends, family. Uh, down through the years many laughs many many talks many discussions many times of prayer and for sure lots of good home cooking so this is the this is the room where just a lot of growth and development happened uh, for my four brothers and myself in a time that I know really ministered to a lot of people so this is I, I'm in sacred space today and so one of the ministries that i I couldn't help but think that uh, the friend that you get to meet today, Vicki, to this day has not had the privilege yet of being at this table. But, Vicki, I promise you, if you are ever in the Southern California area, you have to come over here. And whether it is takeout food or a home cooked meal, I promise you that you will be blessed and we will be blessed having you here at my now mama's table. <laughs> so, today, friends, you get to meet Vicki Prophet. And I met Vicky. Through my sister in law Sylvia Papano, my brother Lauren's wife, and we met many years ago through just uh, ministry uh, out uh, ministry outreach in Colorado. And Vicky is just one of those. Uh, People that when you meet her, you never forget her. She just absolutely, you just cannot help but have a kindred spirit. If you love Jesus and you love serving, you will love Vicki Prophet. And so, Vicki, I'm going to have you actually share your ministry, what you do. And as soon as you share, I know our guest will understand why I felt it was important to do a podcast with you. So, welcome, Vicki Prophet. <laughs>
1: Ha ha. Judy, it is a pleasure, a pleasure, a pleasure. Judy, one time I did get to meet your mother and your dad. They were here in Colorado, and knowing your brothers and their wives and all all of your ministries, I just looked at those people, and I thought, mm. God... Amazing, amazing heritage you have given oh. the children of this couple, and and I we have such fond memories of being in. Um, with all of you. I think I just haven't met one of your brothers. Shame on me, right? Okay. Maybe I'll have to go to your mother's table and meet Philip. I think that's where it
0: will have to happen since he and his wife Barbara are down in this area. That, uh, we'll yes. have to make that happen for sure. I could
1: sure, sure enjoy that. Oh, Well, let me tell you what the passion is on my heart, Judy. In fact, if I cry, you have to forgive me but this just is so huge to me what the lord has allowed me to do sarah's home is a licensed god-centered home for rescued sex trafficked teenage girls Mm -hmm. located in colorado we actually minister to girls all over the united states and we've even had one from a south america country But we're told that there are at least 300,000 children that are being Mm. trafficked in our United States all the time, at least. That's how many are known. Judy, there are less than 600 beds for these girls. Mm. And we're told that 10,000 are needed every day. We cannot imagine that this is going on in our world, but we're so blessed that God created a Sarah's home. It was His dream. It was His. His. He is the provision. Right. He's the provider, and He is the center of Sarah's home. We're blessed to have mature, godly women that offer counseling and therapy, medical care. Um, education. We have an accredited school on property where our girls can earn a high school diploma. It is truly a biblical discipleship program. Everything points to Jesus Christ. Mm. We offer our girls life skills training, job skills training, and relationships through mentoring, through the ladies who come here. We're. Uh, this is a fun story. We were, whenever women of the Assemblies of God in Utah and Colorado were going overseas every other year to on missions trips, they were appalled to visibly, in their faces, seeing children being sex trafficked, mm. sold for sex. Mm. They came back home, determined to do something about it, to find out it was happening in our own United States. Mm-hmm. So God put on the heart of the women's ministries leader at that time, Peggy Vauder, to open a home for these rescued teen girls. Whenever the district office heard about this desire and this vision, there was a there was a vacant church a parsonage and then another little building for boys that was vacant had been vacant a few years and so they offered it to this team of women for 1 hmm. yeah that's a miracle right <laughs> it is a wow, miracle wow. of course that's god right right absolutely well, they didn't know what to do with it because it hadn't been used in a while. Right. It was a church. It was it was kind of outdated. So someone mentioned contacting the MAPS group. That's the Assemblies of God U.S. Missions America Placement Service. So they contacted them, and they sent amazing teams mm-hmm. to turn this vacant property or not— yeah, it had three buildings, but there had been no one there. Right, right. Turned it into a beautiful home and school for, our, for teen girls. The whole district, led by the women, of course, joined forces and created this amazing place for these horribly, horribly mm. wrong children could come. Wow. Judy, God, I mentioned, is our provider. We take no government funding. The only thing that ever smacks of government is if one of our girls has a Medicaid card. Wow. It's so fun to watch God's hand. Right. Many, many, many denominations actively meet our needs, led by the hand of our provider, God Almighty. It is so fun to watch God's people. Come together when there's a mission like this. Right, right. You know, Vicky, I don't know exactly how many years ago, but
0: it was a it was a few years ago when you first got Sarah's home and Wes and I had the privilege of going out and visiting it. And that day there were the maps workers that you talked about, the RV <laughs> workers, and boy, they were like worker bees. I mean, they were skilled oh, laborers, they're volunteering yeah. their time, and yeah. they were absolutely transforming. That yes. old church building into a yes. beautiful, yes, beautiful Sarah's home, and it is a home. Yeah. It doesn't feel sterile at all. Right, we right. are. It is a home. Right, right. And I just want to inject here too that I love that you mentioned the the maps RVers, and it's so exciting. Just as Wes and I travel around to just you know different churches, different denominations that. It's like throughout our country in I think every denomination probably has something like that in place where it doesn't just have to be seniors. But because that's uh, primarily, you know, who we're working with and through that uh, people that have an RV and you don't have to have an RV to travel, obviously, to work at one of these places. But there are a lot of people that do have some of that discretionary time. They have RVs. And they can go and they can bolt into a place for whether it's, you know, a few days, a couple weeks, months or longer. And it's exciting to see uh, adults that have this whole skill set that are using this to bless people and ministries like Sarah's Home. So that's a fantastic resource. Right, right. It
1: is, it is. Judy, the place where I was before I came here... Um, we were kind of doing the same thing for women and children. And it's on the western slope of Colorado, and it happened there again. Mm. Just amazing, amazing people. Wow, wow. So <laughs> when you think of just some of the people that have
0: served uh, there at Sarah's Home, Vicki, are there any stories that stand out to you of some older adults that have served Jesus uh, through working at Sarah's Home and kind of like what that's done for them?
1: Oh, Judy, have and have. Mm. <laughs> it, it In the past and present, um, with that team that came, well, they've come more than once, um any time we needed something i would just call sydney and he would say well let me see what i could do right. and he would come and um and like i said more than once they've been to sarah's home they'd bring carpenters electricians uh, painters both w- m- women and men people that were skilled but not only skilled those that just had a heart heart to bless and they had the skills but now Oh I just wish you could be a fly on the wall. We have volunteers who come and teach art, men who take care of our building and our property, and the men, oh my goodness, we're, we're every time that something is needed, that the men noticed that the, we women would never have noticed mm. they come in they sit at my desk and I just move in the back and they just they just brainstorm and we can do this and this is what we need right. y'all mom it's just crazy and i thank god beyond measure, because I don't know how to do what they know how to do. Right. And right. they're brave. Oh. So they come, and it just happened last week, Judy. We needed a cable, dug. We needed this. We needed that. The men... I just can't get over it. Whenever somebody noticed our roof needed to be placed, I never replaced. <laughs> I never looked at that roof. I sure couldn't climb up there. So the men are vital mm. even in this industry. We have a lady who comes and teaches journalism. She's retired. We have ladies who teach life skills, sewing, how to cook, mending. Uh, we have a lady who comes and teaches Spanish. We want have one that comes and helps teach history. These are retired people that come like once a week. And what a blessing with their experience, with their education, with their talent. But our favorite is Linda, and she is now either 73 or 74. The girls call her MAGA because that's what her grandchildren call her. She teaches them Bible and loves them like her very, very own. Mm. No matter what their story is, they know that Linda Eldridge loves them. I love that
0: story, and I've, I've talked to you <laughs> yes. before about Maga, and I know that just what an incredible blessing she is there uh, at the home. I, you know, Vicky, I think that uh, there are probably some listening, and the thought of ministering to. Um, young people that are coming out of sex trafficking, that in itself can just sound intimidating. But yes. I love that you've just already listed just so many different ways that people can go and minister, whether it's physically at these buildings where where there is help, where there is ministry, where there's transformation uh, that is happening. And I want our listeners to know that obviously you can Google Sarah's home in Colorado and get information. But uh, we'll definitely put your link in our show notes. And we just pray that if there's anyone listening today and whether they can physically go to Colorado and help you or look for other homes uh, like this, although I know that these types of homes are very, very few and far between but look for ways that you can minister that will have a rippling effect to these um, these precious young people that are being rescued. Um, yeah, and we just encourage, maybe there's even someone listening that financially can bless your ministry, and that would sure. just thrill us to be a conduit of uh, sure. of that. So Vicki, um, tell us a couple stories, because I'm just um, a sucker for testimonies. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us... Uh, just some testimonies of some young girls that have been transformed by the blood of Jesus through Sarah's home.
1: Um, this is something I'd like to say quickly before I was raised in church and I would, every time a missionary would come, they'd say, they'd say, um, pray for us. The most important thing you can do is pray for us. And I would literally sit there and say, oh yeah, right. You really just want, no, Sitting in my chair, Vicki, mm. uh, Judy, sitting in my chair, I can scream out to all of your listeners, the most important thing we you can do for us is pray. Mm. Because unless God changes their hearts, there is no healing and there is no hope. So I just... I just want you them to know that yes. prayer is so vital for us. Um, and one more thing, let me say. All our, you know, you mentioned that it's scary, you know, to even consider working with a girl like this. All they are is normal teenage girls with extra layers of wounds, mm. extra layers of oozing, oozing Pain. and one of the gifts he gives to us staff members and volunteers and hopefully this will help you help them not be afraid to be involved with these girls or any teenagers we never look at them thinking oh my goodness where have you been mm. oh my goodness we never look right. at them that way right. we see them as our granddaughters as our as our great granddaughters mm. And we just see them, and the Holy Spirit loves them through our hands and feet. Okay, I'll tell you the stories. Thank you so much. (laughs) That was perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, some stories. So these are two stories about girls that have been transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit at Sarah's home. One of our girls that we've had in the past, and she actually graduated, she ran away from home, that a home that was in turmoil. Mom and dad had divorced. Dad was in another city, another state. She went to visit. He went off on his job. She was left home with the stepmother, and it was just not a good fit. And the girl eventually left the home, ran away to the streets of Las Vegas. She was immediately picked up by a pimp. Hmm. Mom and her family searched for her for days. Finally, 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 they found her and brought her to Sarah's home. Mm. Angry, scared, a mess, a mess emotionally, physically, mentally, and physically. When they, she got here, our school staff assessed her. She had a third-grade reading level. She hated school. Every time the word math was brought up, she'd burst into tears. She did not want to be in school. Mm. But after 17 months, she graduated with her diploma. It took a community to get her to that diploma. I love it. And she graduated from our program. At her graduation, she had invited her dad she hadn't seen him since before she was trafficked. She invited her dad, but it was in another state, and she kept watching for the down the hall at that door. It was time for her to go in for the graduation ceremony, and then she heard a noise, and it was his motorcycle. He had traveled from another state mm. to see his baby graduate. When she saw him... I've got goosebumps, Judy. Oh, she <laughs> ran like a crazy girl oh. down that hall and jumped into his arms. Oh. During the service, one set of parents was one on, end, on one end of the row. The other set on the other. They bawled the whole mm. time. They couldn't believe it. At that graduation, she was given from our community, our Christ-centered community, $4,500 worth of scholarships to further her education. She had said over and over, I'm never going to school again. Mm. But I think it was a little motivation from her mother when she got home. But she was accepted at Paul Mitchell Cosmetology School. She's making straight A's. And attending church, mm.
0: <laughs> and she is
1: transformed.
0: It's like, oh my she is word. that is so amazing. Body,
1: body, spirit, mind, mind absolutely. Heart. Yes, yes. Wow. Okay, Praise here's God. another one, okay. Judy. Okay. <laughs> Again, from a home full of turmoil. There's so much I'd love to say about that home full of turmoil, but we don't have time. She was trafficked at her own high school. She had a hole in her heart saying, somebody love me, somebody accept me, somebody help me. And she found it at traffickers in her own high school. She also came to us angry, scared, and untouchable. But last month, she graduated Mm. Last fall our staff helped her get her CNA license and she was doing so well that she began taking classes at our local junior college so she graduated last month oh. before she graduated she would as she'd leave my office for whatever reason she was in here she'd stop at the door and she'd look at me and say now miss Vicky what are you going to do today to glorify God? God it. is this day throwing the doors wide open mm. for her to go to college this fall. Judy the favorite thing I hear parents say is thank you for giving our daughter back to us.
0: Oh Vicky, oh. Doesn't get better than this, right? <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. So, Vicki, I do know that there is something that's kind of brewing in your heart, kind of is not are not the right words. This is really brewing in your heart and spirit. And I want you <laughs> to tell our listeners about okay. your new vision.
1: Okay. Well, over the last two, first of all, Judy, um, I you know this about me. Um, I'm not pretty, I'm not rich, I'm not most things, but one thing long time ago I said yes to God. And I've gotten to watch the hand of God just in extraordinary ways. Over the last two, so I've been here at Sarah's home six years, but over the last two years I've felt the Lord and seen the Lord putting pieces in my lap to probably open a home for rescued sex trafficked teenage boys Mm. so i just kept putting this in my in my little file cabinet in my heart this last december three months ago four months ago god had someone give us 40 acres Mm. in the mountains to begin a home for rescued sex trafficked teenage Mm. boys at the same time judy God gave. had someone give us $100,000 for this. We had already been given here and there about $50,000. And just today, I saw another check come through for $1,100 for a new home. So we're a little over $150,000. So we're approximating... We'll need about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars more to build to to dig a well, to bring the electricity to it, right. and to build a building. Right. But just as important as the three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, we need workers to build that building. Right. We're going to reach out again to the those that Maps team, but as we found out in the past. It doesn't take just the MAPS team. It takes people calling and saying, what can I do today? Or what mm. can I do for right. two weeks? Right. What can I do to come help you? Yeah. So that's something that's, oh, it's amazing. It's in the mountains. We can see the boys running like crazy guys. We can see them on those four-wheelers. We can see them on those horsebacks, the the horses, we can see them learning a trade. Mm. Oh my goodness, mm. God oh, has I the plan. I love this. I love it, Vicky. I know. Oh. I know. Ah, oh,
0: I'm a mess. I have all these I don't know, <laughs> tears and goosebumps, and I was supposed to be the host and yes. hold this together, and I'm not doing very well today. <laughs> but I came across a passage of scripture that just uh, shouted out Sarah's home when I read this, and it's from uh, Matthew chapter 18. It's, I'm going to read from the message, and it's Matthew chapter 18, verses 6 and 7. But if you give them a hard time bullying or taking advantage of their simple trust, you'll soon wish you hadn't. You'd be better off dropped in the middle of the lake than with a milestone around your neck, doomed to the world for giving these God-believing children a hard time. Hard times are inevitable, but you don't have to make it worse, and it's doomsday if you do. And so just knowing that God hates the sin of anyone that takes yes. advantage of these young yes. children. And I just yes. cannot thank God enough for number one, dying on the cross and redeeming yes. all of us and transforming yes. all of us that call out to him and ask him to be our Lord. And while I wished that there was not obviously a need for a Sarah's home or a Daniel's home, I'm so glad that you're there, Vicky, And I'm so glad that you are open to God and that you have such, you have just such a beautiful, pure heart and spirit. And I just pray that God will meet all of the needs of these ministries and that it will be there for any young person that does need, uh, those services and more important that our great big God. So Vicki, could I have you please just offer, um, a prayer for our listeners. And I just know that there's got to be some listener or some listeners that might be in a position to, in some way, help, uh, help Sarah's home. And if I can just have you pray for all of our, all of our listeners.
1: Yes. If I may say one more quick thing, um, the FBI screams at us that every child is vulnerable. Mm. So I reach out to your listeners And say, call me, look online, do something that fills the heart of the children in your family so that they don't go looking for someone Mm. to do so. One more thing, let me say, I turned 70 last month. I can sit in this chair and say to your listeners, don't stop. Mm. When you see the hand of God working through your life, You'll be motivated. Please don't stop. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Father God, please destroy the lie in our hearts that says we are too old or we have paid our dues. Please move on the hearts of these precious people that they have In this earthen vessel of clay, the good news that is desperately needed in our dark, dark world. Mm. Please show each of us what value we still have in your kingdom. Whether it is helping a single mother in our own neighborhood or taking a teenage boy fishing or to a ball game. But definitely investing into the lives that you died for. Mm. Remind us that we are your hands and feet in this weary, weary world. When you went up to heaven, you looked down on your church and you said, tag, Mm. you're it. If you don't do it, it's not going to get done. There's a world outside our door screaming for help. We have the answer, the man Christ Jesus Please, Holy Spirit of the living God, speak to our hearts. Light a fire Mm -hmm. in us to do the will of the Father. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen.
0: Vicki, thank you so much for joining us today. You are a poster girl for Yes, Young Enough to Serve, and we are blessed to call you friend. God bless you abundantly, sister. I love you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Judy, the Lord
0: bless you. Well, thanks for joining us today. For more information about YES and to find this episode's show notes, you can visit us online at yestoserve.org. Also, if this podcast was helpful or encouraging to you, please share it on social. And if you would be so kind, please leave a rating and review. And if you're not yet a subscriber, I don't know about you, but I only listen to the podcasts I'm subscribed to. So hit subscribe. It's absolutely free. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.